Hey, Deck. I got to be real with you. You got some of the worst apparel in the game out there. I would love to see you customize some shirts that just say, I have bad style. Mmm, Decky bad style. Let's make those shirts the shock value. Would be insane. However, uh, turnaround time and quality, it needs to be there. That's a great point. I mean, we could launch this tomorrow with our own goddamn sponsor. Oh, I didn't even think of that. What? Well, actually, I did because I wrote this ad, dude. But that's besides the point. And with that being said, be on the lookout for some decky bad style shirts and other custom apparel from the BP. But also, if you're like, man, I need to find someone to make great custom apparel for me, look no further. Hit us up at backpocket at visionarymfg.com. That's B-A-C-K-P-O-C-K-E-T at visionarymfg.com. Should we get a clock in here? No. That's bad podcasting. Just like a nice old little we, clock. We looking at it the entire time. People will be looking at it. Just oh, like how there's on. a clock in a classroom. Good. Everyone's good looking at you it. You should get in and just make it not work on purpose. Oh, and just have it always at like a certain time. Nope. 6.09. No, the cool, no, cool saying is, is uh, even a broken clock is right twice a day. How killer is that? That's, That's a killer, killer way yeah. to start a podcast. The Michael Jordan back end show, boys. We've made it. Whatever time you're, Whatever time you're listening at. It could be However all, you're tuning in. It could be the time that we're recording it on that day. Wasn't yeah. that last week? 20. I could oh, have the severe deja vu, but I felt like you gave that exact same intro last week. I just listened to that podcast this morning, and I don't think... That was 22, right? This is the 23rd okay, so podcast. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right okay, yeah. yeah. Then that's deja vu, because I swear to God, you gave that... I gave that exit. He get Yeah, exit, oh. he said, we got the MJ podcast next connection. week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're you're deeply rooted in the back intro right now. It's yeah. in your head. Do you dream about us? <laughs> oh no. So Not we don't yet. we don't have that uh, yeah. much real estate. You gave us a yet though. It's, so it could well, happen. Oh yeah, it's like when you dream in Spanish, that means you're fluent. When you dream in back pocket, that means you're you can never escape. <laughs> what would you even dream about if you were dreaming about back pocket? Probably just not swiveling the camera correctly. Oh no, honestly call. some of my worst fears are like, Oh, I didn't press record on the audio or like I, it goes in like stages. Like the the GoPro would be like the worst fear. Like I I check that the least amount. Yeah, yeah. the GoPro runs out. If yeah, it, you're if right. It runs out. It runs out. The other one is like there have been times where I've been on the camera and I like didn't realize that it had turned off. Like it had beeped off because mm-hmm. it turns off after like 25 minutes. Right. And so I'd been like I'm recording for like I'm not actually recording, but I think I'm recording. But that's only yeah. been for a couple minutes at a time. And then worst of worst fears is that like the audio was not going. It's a podcast. It's yeah. a podcast. Your hierarchy of needs. Yeah. I can't remember. Have we, we've, I feel like we've not hit record if, on a few occasions or something. Or When we first started early on, we did it, I think, maybe once. I was fucking up that all, all the time. <laughs> but you work through it, you know? Yeah. I never, I like, anytime something bad happens, I was always like, I'm never going to get mad at Andrew for this because, like, we all make mistakes. Yeah. Like, this is not easy to do. The two times that it stick out were when we were in... When we had to do the video like um, um, over the f- over the <laughs> laptop, like Skype. Yeah, this is how committed we are to the to podcasting. We had a freaking we had to record the back end show of my brother's interview that we did on four twenty of last year. I don't know why I remember that, but it was around that time. And uh, Andrew was facetiming from in from his girlfriend's house to me at my house in Denver. In Denver, and we were recording the conversation. And then what happened? It didn't. I was it the I, YouTube thing that happened? No, it was a QuickTime player. And remember how I had to like oh. highlight something to hit stop record? And if I hit 
a, if I hit a button on the screen at all, it would just like cancel, cancel out your recording. Your recording. Or I was just doing something completely wrong. I don't know. Probably, but we did a like a thirty-five minute bit, and it was over, and it was all gone. And then I, we had to call him back, and it was bad connection to begin with. Yeah, the Wi-Fi was just horrible. And then that's when we took the audio from each of our phones and then put it into the podcast together, which ended up sounding better. better. Yeah, crazy. That's worse. And didn't you one time too like totally corrupt an entire video episode? And then this, this season, yeah. Yeah, you had to shoot a video. Josh, Josh Parks. Parks. Yeah. And I did a video in my underwear because of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was the that was the week we uh, we, we got a new some, follower from we, a twelve-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> so we were filming this. Whoa. We were filming this ghost fit episode that I was that I had visioned up, and we had you know the skyline specs in there. We had the dots pretzels, boys were hot with ads. But uh, we're I'm like telling Andrew and like, opinion hey. hat and opinion hat. And we're like I'm like hey Andrew, go over there and stand on that snow mound and eat those, <laughs> eat those damn dots pretzels. And these this uh little girl and her uh younger brother were riding on their bikes like by, and they're like laughing at us i'm like this is what you do when you grow up kids or something like that and they're like what are you guys doing we're like oh we're a podcast blah 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 and they're like are you posting this somewhere and we're like yeah it'll be on instagram soon and they're like well can we follow you and we're like yeah sure so we um told them what we who we were and then the day we posted that sure as hell that girl had an instagram brick by brick it's pretty awesome so hopefully she's been tuning in since but interesting yeah another crazy story and i I'm sure Mark Amick will come on the podcast to justify it and tell the full story. So I won't go into the full details, but Mark got a date from the back pocket. What? Those are the kind of perks I should be expecting. Yeah, so, you got yeah, you got to give the story. This is hilarious. Yeah, so this woman found us on Do we have to keep her anonymous? I think we should. What's her I sorry. Well, how the Megan? situation turn out? Megan. Well, I know her name, but do we can't. We, do we talk about this stuff? Is this fun? All right, here's is what we'll this do. Content. She listens. This she is listens. The back end. She listens. This is where the stuff is. Okay, to so listen to right. We can talk about it. Her yeah. name's Madison. Madison. Sorry, we'll believe that other name that I said, Madison. <laughs> but Madison. That's something that we got to work on. Is when we don't know the answers, ask instead of <laughs> instead of like say assuming. No, like I do this all the time with the guys. Like, so you have two kids, right? I should just say how many kids do you have, <laughs> so you can cover up the fact you don't know. For sure, exactly. Like two, seen two or three, right? It was a fifty. Everyone has two or three. We want two or three. Everyone has two or three. It's just how the world works, right? I went with two. Carly had three. Whoops. You should just ask. Do you have two or three kids? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Give her two options. Do you have in between two to seven kids? Because that's like really like, and do you not have an only child? On a scale of one to seven, how many kids do you have? Yeah, yeah that's we got to do a better job asking. Those yeah. Type also, of someone listening to that Carly podcast for sure just shut us off and unsubscribed after I said. So yeah, I didn't think like you were coming to this podcast. I just assumed you'd be like making dinner for the kids or something like that. Yeah, that and I was, was like, oh man, like I don't know if that came yeah. off the way. I, I was sweating in my seat. I was just like, dude. You know, you know better than that. Just like, don't put her in that box. She's killing yeah, it. I know. It was a I good know. Thing she was chill. I wanted to ask her a question. I didn't get the chance to, which was totally fine. You guys were in a great flow. But in, dude. But about, um, no, nah, I don't. I feel like I'm intruding. But just about, you know, like the whole, especially with the women's World Cup. There's the whole like Juliet Ertz thing, and how Juliet kept getting referred to as Zach Ertz's wife. I wanted to ask her about that and just how. Oh, that's a great because question. she's obviously had, you know, has has great success independently of her husband's success. And she mentioned it a little bit about that whole like TSN thing and yeah. how she was kind of called and demeaned as just a hockey player's wife. And I wanted to get her perspective on that because mm-hmm. it'd be interesting, mm-hmm. especially with somebody that has accomplished as much as she has you know, before meeting her husband, who's a hockey player. Mm-hmm. That's such a weird 
and I, I, I totally, un- I don't know if I understand it because I've never been in, put put in that position. But the when the someone is looked at as like a side piece to another person, uh, they know they're not a side piece. So at the end of the day, like you got to be bigger. And I guess I get, I get that it's probably really hard when you're at that caliber of Juliet's and Zachers. I get that. And I don't, I'll never know. And maybe I will if I'm that big, probably yeah. not. But I, I just feel like that's in one of those situations where all these people that blow that stuff out of proportion, it gets kind of just like, really? That's what you're going to talk about? That's the change you're trying to make is trying to tell me that, like, if we refer to Julie as, if we refer to Zach as Julie's uh, girl, or whatever that yeah, is, like, Julie that's, that's a better way to, to describe the situation. I don't know that. I, I think it's like a contextual thing. Like if a, let's use a Julie or Zachert thing. If they're going to go on like an Eagles, like an Eagles fan account or something like they were contextualizing it for Eagles fans. It's like, Oh, many Eagles fans might not know that Zach Ertz's wife plays soccer. So they're going to refer to her as Zach Ertz's wife, just for the sake of more people understanding. But if you're doing it in more of like a mainstream or even like from the woman soccer perspective, she should be Julie Ertz because people in that arena of women's soccer will know her as Julie Ertz sort of a thing. Like you have to take it in the right context. So for, okay. so, for so for Carly, you know, if you're trying to share Carly to more wild fans, it might be helpful to call her Jason Zucker's wife because wild fans will know who Jason Zucker is and you can introduce her as his wife. But once she's established and once she's mm-hmm. like mainstream, like you guys didn't introduce her as Jason Zucker's wife. You introduced her as Carly Zucker because just as many people are going to know her as that than are going to know her as Jason Zucker's wife. That's just how the context of this podcast plays out. But we I haven't done the intro yet, but is that, that's a good point. Do we, do we do the intro without saying Jason's name? Are we wrong to include Jason's name? I don't think so. I think no. we absolutely should. Like, I think it's important context. For it's important context. Right. Exactly. We're not, maybe that's not the first thing we say. I don't right. know how to, it's so weird that yeah. that's the thing that I have to worry about is, putting like framing her the wrong way because she's could be referred to now as only Jason's husband. Yeah. Well, I think you should time. go and, you know, call her Carly Zucker and go off and list all the great things that she talked about that she had accomplished. And then, you know, talk about her husband, Jason and her family and contextualize it like that, because in her, from her point of view, she's, you know, he is her husband and that's like what she is. It's, she, he's not a, he's not a part of her success necessarily. He's just her husband, just like her kids are her kids. Sure. So, Okay. Yeah. It's weird because it's just like it gets brought up and you have to address it. And then it's now taking up, you know, that sort of headspace and it's challenging you to think a little bit. But again, at the end of the day, it's really not that big of a deal and it could be used in context. It can be used positively and contextually both ways. We we were talking about Mark Amick getting a date and we ended up here. Still okay. Love to hear that so story. Madison, <laughs> this woman found us on uh from what i remember the discovery page of instagram she then nice threw us a follow this was back in like january and then has then listened to every single episode of season three hello madison hello madison she's listening right now for sure hey madison we're talking how, how, about how'd you like being in the studio yeah she's the sitting headphones. right there so she, she looks at me later later in the day and she was just like i got to wear the headphones and i was like yeah oh she's <laughs> from like around here yeah uh, i don't know but she was here. You're right. I was a couple of drinks in, and I was yeah. okay. flowing and going, as you as one does. Yeah, um, but, I was flowing and going elsewhere. I guess. Yeah, you know, I missed this context. So carry on. So she then, uh, and she could correct me if I'm wrong, but she has listened to all our episodes. She then finds Mark somehow, 
and then likes Mark's uh, Instagram post of when he came on our show the first time back in season two. And she liked that, and that's a photo from, or a video from forever ago. Mark noticed it. From November of last year. From November of last year. But, I mean, like, Correct. in the context of. that's the, So she, like, like caught, kind of scrolling through his Instagram. Caught, kind of scrolling through his Instagram, right? Madison. But it all, no, that's also a great a power move. In, it's a power move, in my opinion. Yeah, she's like, hey, I'm interested in you. Well, if that's what yeah. her intentions were, a lot of people just kind of, like, go through and they're, like, they're kind of creeping. But mm. if she was like, oh, I want to. You sure. Know, go out with this guy. Then, yeah, we, then she killed it. Again, we don't know the intentions. However, but we're gonna frame it as if she was like hunting and trying to get more information on Mark because she was like, "This guy's a cool dude. I've listened." So then she uh, liked that photo. Mark noticed it. Whatever. Um, DM they, her. They yeah. They trade some likes and Mark DMs her. But she during this time had gone back because she was already listening to Back Pocket. She had gone back and listened to Mark's podcast and was like, "Oh, this guy's a cool dude." And so when they were DMing. She was like, hey, we should go get dinner and chat it up. I just listened to your podcast. What a wow. <laughs> yeah. As an, as an underserved benefit of the podcast. It were a seek, sneaky bachelor service or bachelorette service for uh, single males and females. That's crazy. Okay. If we go on it, I've never thought about this, but when you go on a date, do you ask? Hey, did you listen to any of my podcasts? <laughs> Maybe that's a way to lead in. Like before the date, you just shoot them over some links and you're like, hey. Don't not even yeah. that. Here's a here's like the hardest part about this between the three of us now is there's just so much content of ourselves out there. Like for when Madison showed up for the first time was like, "Hey, I've listened to all of your podcasts since the beginning of season 3." I was like, "Okay, I don't have to say anything. You know a lot about me." And she was like dying laughing. She's like, "Yes, I know a ton about you." I was like, "That's, that's so, so funny. funny, right?" Like and I bring her up to here to the studio and she's like, Oh, no way. This is so cool. Oh, that's killer. She sat down. We had a conversation, but I'm just like, I'm wasting my time here. Like, I want to know more about you. Like, it's so easy to just, like, give them the stage, you know, as you always should. But that's weird is, like, you guys sort of emerge as local celebrities that you'll run into people that feel like they know you well just by the nature of the conversations you have. Uh And you'll have no idea who they are, but they'll know all these things about you. Oh, and they'll know more about me because I can't remember shit. About what you said about yourself already? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's going to, I don't know. We're going to, we're not stopping this anytime soon. So it's, (laughs) it's bound to happen more frequently. Yeah. And, uh, that's priceless. Those are moments that are going to be like me smiling ear to ear. Like, wow. Right. So it's going to be great, 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 great when it happens. Cause it's already happened and it's super fun when people recognize you out in the, out in the streets. Right. But I, you know, I'm sure they'll get to a point where it's like, oh my God, I'm so sick of being, um, recognized so i'm just gonna take it for what it is like when it comes like i'm just gonna be excited about it for as long as i possibly can and just be in that moment because it seems and it has been phenomenal yeah it's not like we do it for that reason but like when you just head down grinding 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 like you finally look up and like people actually recognize what you're doing it's like oh that's super cool yeah Yeah. we're just messing around yeah andrew cried because of that you know i did when (laughs) with alexis Alexis. oh yo yeah one person dm'd i thought you got another time I've cried twice, yeah. Ever, ever. No, I'm a crier. Yeah, on the podcast. No, all the time. Okay, yeah, and all the time. Though. You were la- you, Carly made you laugh so hard that I thought you were gonna cry again, and I just thought it was funny. God, like, that was hilarious. You were just springing tears left and right. That what she had me dying a few times. She was she was good. She Dude, was, she was just sneaking things in, like the two yeah. girl one cup thing. Uh, two girls one cup, and I'm like, yeah. Whoa. Uh, sending D pics from left. Sending D pics. She's called me after I got an iPhone in eighth grade. Eighth grade. I'm yeah. like. 
no brilliant I she's brilliant yeah brilliant no her bit about being like jason zucker's first wife like she has that all over her instagram and twitter and stuff so i knew about that one going in but it's like gold. what a phenomenal bit like that is a great bit to talk about identifying of who you are yeah jason zucker's first wife is like the perfect play yeah at that like and he's like the perfect person for that for play. that right god when he answered the phone i'm like god they're so perfect yeah, yeah. Because he is literally just... You could be like, I don't know. Like, he is, he is a, probably a very simple guy in, all, in, like, in regards of like, I don't need a lot. Yeah. Don't, dude, don't put him in that box. But we can put him in that box. Yeah. Like, just that's, a broad, like, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah. That's a broad box. It's a big box. We're yeah. all simple guys. <laughs> just eat, sleep, and poop. Eat, sleep, and poop. Yeah. Eat, sleep, rave, repeat, dude. I lost my thought. I had a good point, but it's gone. You had a point about you. somebody DM'd you after you were crying. Mm, yeah, well, that was Mackenzie. Oh. That she wow. she was, was the, the one person that DM'd me mm. that made me cry. Oh, because she recognized yes. us. Yeah, very similar. Now we're here. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. And that's another reason how we got Carly on. It's pretty cool. I like we just connect the dots. That's our profession too. Our profession is just linking dots to a next person, and that is one of the when you, like no one no one needs that really except for us. It's so cool when that stuff like comes full circle. Like I had a dude that reached out to me today, and like I remember looking at his LinkedIn like probably six months ago and just like kind of seeing him and like in the context of Minneapolis entrepreneurs and stuff like that. And like now we're having a conversation over text and it's just like, it's not anything significant. It's just like, Oh, that's, but it is significant in its own regard. Yeah. It's just like, it's interesting how that stuff comes full circle or those dots connects and you know, just interesting. I love that, man. It's it, it is funny though. Cause you know, uh, you know, there's like cheesy in between scene, type things where you see like the lines like if they're traveling from somewhere it'll be like a plane flying over the map to like the certain location exactly that's like pretty much what it is if you were to plot every single guest right and you would have a line between like from season or episode to episode and how each person knows remember we did that with phil Zhao? he got so annoyed (laughs) he got so annoyed but at the same time it showed like why are we spending our so much time doing this you know because it was just like what the hell to him he thought it was useless because he's just looking for investors to us it it opened our eyes to like oh we should be looking more into giselle to get a couple more guests from her right for us it was so useful yeah but he was like you guys no one makes money by doing this going back and finding the ways that they were built connections and we're like right oh yeah you're right and then <laughs> like we looked back and we're like oh wait this is how we actually should expand our this is kind of the the whole um, impetus of the challenge question is really what it became yeah, because and dominating the sandbox right it was very important yeah and what's cool about like how we've done it too is we have now like these different like lanes or uh, resources to tap into right so like the reason we got Carly was far and by and large, I mean, by ourselves, we just reached out to her, but we built it off of like, uh, unreal and with Michael Jordan and from Michael Jordan was, and how do we get Michael on social butterfly and mm. him telling us to reach out to him and like all these different people are all connected in that realm, right? Like the social butterfly, Michael Jordan, Social goes Zuckers. back to a stationary astronaut that goes back to Giselle. Right. I mean, there it all it all goes Sarah back to Giselle. Shul- it all goes back to Sarah Schuler. Sarah Schuler is really the reason. Like, she's the one who's at the top who sparked this whole thing. She sat next to me in my project management course. Okay. And uh, first semester senior year, and uh, come June after we graduate, I'm driving down to Hilton Head to go to my grandparents' home and. Uh, she texts me saying, do you know Giselle Ugardi? I'm like, I don't know her. And she's like, she's a radio talk show host. 
Um, I think I'm doing some stuff for her as an assistant. I think she'd be a great guest for your show that you could not stop talking about when you sit when you sat next to me in class. I was like, oh, sweet. And then we booked her like like as I was driving down there, I booked her for when I got back. And honestly, like that has been like the 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 launch pad to everything. I love that. Yeah, that's killer. Similar to like I hope and what's already kind of like coming to fruition was like what Alexis could possibly be for us as well, just because she knows so many people and she's so excited about our brand, just like Giselle is and has been for over a year now. It's so cool because like. Anytime we were with Giselle, it was like, oh my gosh, you need Yam House on. Oh my gosh, you need this guy on. Oh my gosh, you need this guy on. And it was like, we were just up, eyes wide and super aware. And we're like, okay, stationary astronaut. Okay, uh, social butterfly. Okay, Dr. Matt Wiest. And like, Mike Schwant. Mike Schwant. Like, I mean, the, the list goes on of people. And those have been now individual sources to now tap into that are also fired up about the podcast. So, like, Mini Ninja. When she came on earlier in the season, yeah. Matt Wiest trains with her like easy. He's like, you have to get her on, you know? Um, and they're all, these guys are always consistently texting us every once in a while when a guest comes up and it's so cool. The more people, really what it comes down to is like the more people that get fired up about your podcast that are fired up about what you're doing and know the type of guest that, that, that wants to come on, they are more than willing to talk to uh, talk about you to them. Yeah. I mean, you guys were like that for me too. It's, it's cool that you can build up that much influence to then act like that. You know, for somebody like me, I've had so many great connections and I can all trace it back to, to you guys when I came in and interviewed you and now doing all this producing stuff. It's, it's really been really cool, but it's just like you said, it's kind of just tapping into different circles. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about it all the time, but you know, mini ninja now you're sort of in her domain and you go to another one and you're in their domain and it, it grows brick by brick like that. Brick by brick. Uh, you just ta- you just mentioned how you're looking to start off your podcast again. Do, I did. do you have a time frame on it? Yeah, so I think the first episode is going to release like September 4th. And you have not recorded it yet? I've not recorded it. So I'll record. I'm going to make a trip out to Lincoln, Nebraska. So I don't know if you guys. Bo Pelini. No, you're going to record with your boy who you guys started that big Twitter. Yeah. Um, well, okay. With, so it's, right? it's similar. It's like, yeah, that whole like community that I was a part of for a while and still am. But yeah, so there's some guys out there. Um, one guy in particular, Hunter Rodden founded Athlete Nation. He has a fantastic story. If he was ever in town, he would be like a killer of all killer podcasts. The, the long story short is his mom died of cancer when he was in high school. He then started a, a Twitter account to just try to share positive you know, stories and sports to help people get through tough times like he did. His avenue of sports, he wanted to do that for other people. He started this sports media company, and, and now that's what he's doing. Like, he dropped out of school. He's my age, so he dropped out of school. He's doing that full-time now. So he's crazy interesting story. So I got tied in with him, helped him out a little bit with Athlete Nation is what it's called. Um, so I'm going out, and I've never met them before. Like, this is all happening over phone calls and FaceTime and DMs and text messages. Like, that's all I've ever – that's the extent of what I've ever met these people. So I want to go out and actually meet them. And the summer was a great opportunity. So I'm going to go out and record with him, um, his business partner, Nate Olson, who's an insanely good uh, videographer. And that's, you know, those two run that run that shop. Um, there's a guy that uh, worked with them for a while, a really good writer and designer uh, by the name of Will Stone, who has come to be one of my good friends. And the funny thing is, these are all people I've never met in person before, but I still consider them to be my very good friends and people that I know like very intimately and very, very deeply. So I cannot wait to go out and meet them shoot with them you know so that's insane hopefully i should have three podcasts um done then and i've talked to you guys before this i'd love to tap into 
your network, obviously, and just the network. And it's not even yours per se, but just the network that you have access to and try to get cool guys on like that or gals as well. Um, now people have a membership to talk to, to, to be the back pocket network. network. Yeah. yeah. You That's have to killer. pay a monthly fee. Right. Yeah. To be a marketing yeah. intern. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, it's always a challenge for me that I don't want to sort of not overstep my bounds, but just step on toes because you guys are obviously doing a, a great thing and I don't want to be a, a copycat, but I think I, I think I can come at it from a, from a unique angle. And I, you know, there's always times where I'm sitting here and I'm, just questions you know piling up and mm-hmm. you guys are great you let me ask them when they come up but i think it'd be cool or to, put you on the spot or put me on the spot yeah mm-hmm. i always got to be ready that's just you know now i gotta be N- now nature I of the job ready. right <laughs> but uh yeah no and just kind of tap into those guys and their network and sick do that so i think it well i mean don't ever worry about stepping on toes like you you have put in the work to learn about who what your podcast is who you are like your vibe your whole storytelling your podcast is a totally different vibe than what we're getting at and yeah sure is it all about like the stories unpacking the stories of like a bunch of different people on how they got there yeah sure but so is every other podcast so is every other yeah, yeah. I get, exactly we're so, not doing yeah. exactly what we mentioned off air we're not doing anything that's world breaking right like we're not we're, not <laughs> we're having conversations yeah. dude yeah like our our whole mold is not changing anything and one thing that like it just i don't know if this helps clear your head of thinking that you're stepping on our toes is when you when you bring someone on that we also had on our show, dude, you're going to crush it and it's just going to make us look better, right? Because sure. we we know you and you're good at what you do. You you love what you're doing. So when you have these people on, they're like, they walk away and they're like, that was an awesome experience. Uh, Austin Doomer, great example. Like one of our great friends yeah. loved going on your show. And that's just like, we can continue to feed you that type of thing and you can help us with other things like that because we know that when, when our um, circles collide that person's going to feel better and going to and going to be better because of it and i think that's the coolest thing yeah yeah and i'm just able to also build off the foundation that you've already set like from their perspective so for an austin doomer i mean i could name a bunch of people that were on your show and then came over to mind gia larikas another one that comes to mind that i can just build off the foundation and help them tell their story better and help them sort of progress whatever they're they're working on so jay's a great example of you know somebody that was working on addiction you fighting a really cool and noble cause that me just talking to him hopefully just helps inch his cause forward another you know centimeter if that's all it is but Mm -hmm. it's progress so right and it's like you're we're interviewing like a brandon polzuk at at a different time when and then when he comes on your podcast like he's gonna have so much more stuff going on and so like the the content even is going to be much different too so that's another cool portion of it is like we have our own brands. We have our own podcast. Right. Each individually, together, we're working together. Now we have brands coming on that are associated, or people coming on that are associated with both of our podcasts that have are building like a brand for the similar reason of like I will listen to Theo Vaughn on Joe Rogan's podcast. I'll listen to him on T Fat K. I'll listen to him on if he ever goes on Crystalia again. I'll listen to Theo Vaughn's own podcast. So that's four different podcasts, all Theo Vaughn. That started with Joe Rogan. That all started with Joe Rogan. Sure. Right? So, like, this is, again, we're not doing anything, like, crazy or out of the mill, mill, but understand that it's it's all for a good cause and it's all to, you know, dominate that sandbox but collaborate and and just flip that competition on its head. Yeah. And and I'm excited. Bless you. And I'm excited to kind of get, like, back into it because I felt like the first time around I did it, I was kind of just figuring it out as I go. Like I have a more clear direction. Like I've I've been spent. You got a camera. I have a camera, first of all. But I've I've been spending time trying to like 
put direction to it. And some, it's, you guys can obviously relate to this better than almost anybody. Just, you know, giving yourself a direction. And, and for me, it was more just giving myself like, uh, like just niching down a little bit farther because I talked about it in like the last episode I recorded, but for somebody could look at it and be like, Oh, this is just another dude that talks to entrepreneurs or influencers or whatever. Like right. those people exist everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I want to just, you know, to make sure that I had more of a, more of a given purpose. So, you know, this season is going to be about talking to entrepreneurs and creatives that are in the Midwest that want to stay in the Midwest. And I want to, I want to pick their brain everywhere from, you know, why they're successful in their career, but then also why they're, why they think they're finding success in the heartland of America. And I, I, I sort of want to highlight this area that we're in, obviously starting with Minneapolis and then going out farther. Cause that's the only place I have access to. I don't want to be global because I just don't have that reach quite yet. Right. But you know, just talking about why this is becoming sort of this innovation hub and mm-hmm. how how they view that and and try to get just very specific with with what I'm talking about and have more direction to it. So, love it. I love it, man. Thank you. It's, it's fun too because you get to pick the direction. I get to pick the direction, which yeah. is great. Like I, I just switched up the logo a little bit, so I'm you know making little tweaks, which is exactly nice. why I did it in the first place. Is because I'm the one that decides that. Right. You know? I'm the the jury execute the jury judge and executioner on everything and and that's and so much t- fun and you can take it as far as you want to you can make it as big as you want to you can make it as small as you right want to. even if you're not getting paid it's like that's that's the reason mm-hmm. yeah so. that's the that's the thrill of it all mm-hmm. i how do you feel um going on this break that you've had how many months have you been off of wow. podcasting? i probably stopped in may like early may so right before final started so it's been like three months it'll be like four four and a half months you know since i i had last released an episode mm-hmm. it's been great i mean you you guys probably know like you're head down working so hard on on this stuff just because like i mean it has to get done like you're holding yourself to the schedule that you're not gonna miss a monday up- upload you're not gonna miss a thursday upload whatever it is yeah. so you're so head down working on it that when you get a chance to like stick your head up and breathe you're like man i was working really hard like you may not note it in the time mm-hmm. but you realize like man i was working really hard and that reprieve feel so feel so good but now i feel like i've kind of gotten to the point where i'm so used to not doing it that getting back into it's probably gonna be a little clunky and probably a little like oh, crap why am i doing this again but you're staying hot hot on the mic still though yeah look exactly. at you go you can, pack, you can practice your articulation i'll get my reps in you're in your off-season reps in yeah right. you get off-season workouts and so, that's exactly what you're doing right now this is my training which is which is good so it's like when d wade and uh and LeBron meet up in the off season and just get you know yep. shoot the shit together. It's the banana mm-hmm. boat. It's the banana boat. We're on our banana boat right now. Banana boat crew right here. Yeah, yeah. I think that is like one of our distinct advantages is that we know enough about sports. Uh, what? Do you, why is that an advantage? Just knowledgeable. It's knowledge that people all can relate to. That's the biggest guy thing in the world, at least from my perspective. Like if you know base level, it has to be around where you are. So like for me coming to Minnesota a little different ecosystem than yeah like wisconsin mm-hmm. but if you know like one thing about each of the major four sports like you can talk for yeah. 30 minutes yeah well i just think sorry i should have backtracked a little bit like I'm confused why did we i mean we have a podcast that's not about sports at all but we can yet yeah, we can bring on like you know how carly was saying how she wants to get um sport athletes on to not talk about sports mm. like we that's what we can do that very very easily with like a Chad Greenway where he can come in, he can talk sports, feel very comfortable, do all this stuff. But like really the impetus of his whole story, what you'll find out is it's not really about sports. Sports had an influence and everything, but like our being able to talk him through that kind of stuff and have that conversation with an athlete just goes much further. 
is kind of what I'm saying. Gotcha. Whereas like Joe Rogan interviewing like a bunch of sports athletes, which he's done in the past, but like Joe's not in very much into sports outside of UFC, you know? So like he doesn't really fit that mold or that person as well. Yeah. I think another thing is for us that to use Joe as the example again, he it's him and the guest. So like, there's so many times where I have no idea what you, like what the guest is saying and you can you can talk but to I him. do are you, you saying do. yeah okay or at the other hand like you're gonna get to something and with a guest and I yeah. have the upper hand or I can art get it I can connect better for some reason or something like that that plays yeah to our advantage totally more agree. times than it hurts us the uh we know when to be quiet I think no we definitely do <laughs> one one thing that was really cool. Uh, listening to speaking of listening to back in show 22 was when you guys were talking baseball. Um, do you remember that? Vaguely. We've talked baseball quite a bit in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you were talking about your average quality attorney two, and you had in the moment when I was actually in, on the podcast, you were explaining, you know, how there should be a left shift when there's a lefty at bat so that you can, so the second baseman can turn two quicker, quicker. And I heard that the first time through and I was just like, what the hell are these? dingo's talking about like i don't like whatever bag it but then i went back and listened today i was like that's genius like the way you were like (laughs) the way you described it and the way when i went back and actually like listened to it intently i was like oh that is super super smart so just an example of like a time where i was lost in the dirt but you guys were on an entirely different level in terms of uh the mound i should say the diamond the diamond the diamond the the dirt but uh, yeah, I think two heads are better than one in that regard. Absolutely, it, it definitely works mm-hmm. to a sense. Sometimes you got to control the beast a little bit. Yes, tame the beast. Tame the beast. Sorry, dude, I got to be better. That is actually, I mean, if we're gonna thirty-five minutes into this bad boy, my average quality is definitely that, and also more specifically, talking over people. I need to work on that so badly, but I'm getting better. I think you you're aware of it more times with other people. Yeah. He talks over me. All I talk over Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Was that on purpose? Yeah. Uh, he, he talks. That, that happens so often, though. You're right. Yeah. He talks over me when we're off the podcast more times than, he, than when we're on. And then on, you're good. You got the headphones on. You're go, you're locked in. You're golden. You, you you can actually feel the pace of a voice. But when you have a thought going without the headphones on, there's no stopping you. No. It was hilarious when we met with Lola Red and just kind of walked through our pitch deck. Oh, yeah. I was just, and I, I can't, oh, I can't, you can't get over, I can't talk over you without the headphones. That's literally like, <laughs> I, it will, it will sound very awkward to the person in the room if I were to continue to talk. Tackle me verbally? Yes. It would, it would be very like awkward for the environment. So like whenever you do it, I'm just like, all right, I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait a second. Cause if I try, then it's, or I'll, I'll just make a scene. Like I, I won't know how to like make it seem like it's subtle. I'll probably just be like so irritated that I'll be too vocal and make it awkward. I know that about myself. Right. Um, and you're and you're good in that regard. But when you do it non-verbally, like if I ever like do a curb check on like how's Andy doing? Am I crushing this pitch? And I look over and you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> then I know it's Andrew's turn to talk. <laughs> but I I mean yeah, that I've been is trying to do hand cues, just like right. Sometimes you're like pointing at me, like dude, keep going. You're you're tearing this to shred like you're crushing or it's yeah. just like a oh my god deck how, how about we, when uh we met with coach caruso about homie 
Oh yeah. So Andrew and I have given a ton of pitches now. We've already got not sure. a ton. We've given a like handful of pitches four. together, which is together. hilarious. But on different things, things, like not even the podcast. We were sometimes. speaking to our head coach, who's very firm. Like you've heard plenty of stories already. Mm-hmm. Um, and Declan, coach was about to share something, and Declan uh, was going to talk over him. And I knew that co- like coach was going to have something that was going to be like he wanted to share before. And I think this was like the, the, the second or third time I've noticed him do it. And I just like subtly, we were sitting right next to each other. Like I literally just go like this. And uh, to like right as Declan opened his mouth, I just put my hand on him very, very quickly. And my head, and he saw it right away and he goes, well done, Andrew. Like vocally, he just fucking, That's awesome. he was like, He's just like, he thanked me yeah, <laughs> and looked at Declan and then started talking. Oh, that's killer. <laughs> Seriously. It's a, it's a so bad, funny, dude. It's a bad thing, man. Yeah, but at the same time, like, there's a lot of good that comes out of it, too. So Yeah. Yeah, there definitely is. Just because I have so much, like, I think a lot of it's rooted in just, like, whenever I have an idea or a building point on someone else's point, it's just, like, I want to get it out there. But at the same time, it just takes, like, five seconds before you get it out again you know well good thing you have a podcast right sure all your all the things that i'm not good at what if he didn't have a podcast what if what if you didn't have a podcast to articulate all these thoughts deck then he'd be a linkedin guy he'd be a linkedin video guy no i would you never yeah you would no i would i would never be a linkedin influencer whatever the hell you You tried it for a little bit you went on a run and you took a sweat that was the first ever linkedin video i ever posted did you really he did a sweaty run video it was legit it was so funny i don't mean to bash linkedin video influencers because they're I, i i think it's cool what they're doing because it's it's kind of like a new wave of content on that platform but there are some are fantastic and i i know many that are are really good I edit videos for somebody, so I, I hope there are at least some that are decent. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, man, there are plenty sweaty videos after a run that are just like, what am, what am I watching you for? You think? Mr. B2B sales master. Yeah, Mr. B2B marketing expert yeah. guy, consultant, right? S- SaaS, sales, something or another. Like, Yeah. I will say, like, the only reason I, like, got into LinkedIn ever was Mark Mitri. And I think that guy does it better than anybody mm-hmm. in terms of like being a good LinkedIn influencer. Right. But dude, I mean, ninety five percent of the things I scroll through now on LinkedIn are just like garbage. All, and I because anytime I go on LinkedIn, it's like why? First off, why are you on LinkedIn? <laughs> Second off, it's like if you're on here, you better do something and just to like make sure your name's seen. So I always will comment on stuff, but like it is so hard to comment on a guy's post that you've seen forty thousand times at this point, and it's just like the same thing over and over again. So. End of the day, it ends up just becoming like Gary Vee, David Meltzer, and Mark Mitry. Yeah. I think all those guys are trying to be Themselves. them, oh. you know, be like Gary Vee or David Meltzer. And it's just they, they get on a soapbox and you, you don't know to what authority they have to be on that yes. on that soapbox. And so it's like, give me I, – I love the people that are like super practical. Like they do, you know, oh, this is, a, this is a really practical tip for people trying to make videos or people trying to do graphic design or all, like that stuff. I think it's killer. It's like I can want to watch it. I can go and literally implement that right now. Like yeah. I, I don't care about your philosophy on so and so. Like there's just all these people are philosophers, and it's just tire. It's just tiring. It's so. very tiring. That's what it is. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. It's it's an issue, but it's also like they're doing so well. You know, it's like working on LinkedIn, which maybe even is the bigger issue well that's just part of the platform like video is new literally within this year to linkedin you know yeah. before 
2019 really i mean 2018 like late 2018 but people weren't mm-hmm. posting video like they are now on linkedin yeah so like the early stages of youtube like like if you went back and watched like youtube like if youtube started over again but you knew what youtube was now and so you had to watch you had to sit through the first 10 years of youtube you'd probably be like god this sucks right you'd probably be like this right. is awful That's so so you're saying i should stick with it just to yeah i mean i i'm sure it'll come around i tell myself that every morning on the toilet when i'm put, posting my my linkedin post for the day yeah i think yours are good i mean i okay. the consistency with yours and it comes from an authentic place and it comes from a place like like i said my problem with it is these people are you don't like from what place of authority are these people coming from mm, like why should i care about their philosophy on things like not that having a podcast gives you authority, but it at, at least contextualizes it a little bit, like right. why you're talking about what you're talking about. Mm. Some of these people are like, you can't just put up a phone and tell me how I should be going about my marketing strategy because who are you, you know? And you don't even know me. Right. Right. Like the one thing that works for you, maybe not work, doesn't work for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's again, goes back into the Carly thought of just like moving on. Right. Seriously. We put too much thought into it and it just gets tiresome in that regard as well. Right. It's over. It's oversaturated and then it can get oversaturated in your head for thinking about it too much. I've fallen in those traps all the time. It's just stupid that how we think about social media. It's brutal. But your average quality, my average quality, sir, I'll roll with it. Andrew, average quality. (laughs) Jesus. We were going to talk about this or we did talk about this on our way to Canterbury um, the other day of how little deck and i interact with women outside of the podcast (laughs) it is priceless i work with one other guy in a basement and then i come home and i work with one other guy in a house of three other guys in an attic attic. (laughs) not ground floor guy ground i'm i got the i got the third floor i got the basement i got it covered I, i i lack the first and the second floor but uh and then on the podcast, we get to have conversations with some really cool uh, women. But like outside of that, my time is at altar. Is that, that's like I get like a fifty minute window where it's just like like a breath of fresh air of no more testosterone people just fucking being all so meat headed. So true. It's whole, it's it's bad. It's sad. It's kind of rad. I wouldn't say it's sad. It's for sure rad. Yeah, for sure. Rather that you get to show up and work out and sweat no, with no, other no, girls. No, that's the, my only time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rad. I don't think nope. it's sad. You only get sad? No. Why not? Because you're just in a stage of your life where you aren't record. Like you're not wanting to even like associate. Not associate. Well, but, it'd like, be nice to have like girls. a work setting around. You know. Sure. Sure. Just like a daily interaction. But like, you I, are getting the daily reaction though, as 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 far as I'm concerned, right? Uh, like working out next to someone. Yeah, <laughs> and getting them on the podcast. I mean, you're interacting sure. with girls enough, I would say, nope. to remember that they're alive. To nope. remember that they're they have thoughts too. Normal <laughs> human interactions. Yeah, talk to them on podcasts exactly. and at workouts. That's average. That's what everybody yeah. does. I, like I mean, for me, it's like very similar to Andrew. I mean, uh, alter is the only time I see women consistently, and then on the podcast when we just open the floodgates for all women. Yeah. Um, but yeah. On my job site, like Andrew was talking, works with one guy in a basement. I work with 225 guys and two girls. What a ratio. <laughs> what a ratio. Like, it is an absolute beef fest. It's yeah. hilarious. And so, you get caught up in it sometimes, but... 
Yeah. yeah, that's my average quality. Yeah, that's our average quality. That's our average together. quality. Do you, that's think, great. do you think it's because like you guys have been football players your entire lives and you played four years of football in college? You just around a lot of dudes that you like don't well not find yourself like not needing to be around girls, but that's just your norm. Well, so. that's part of it. I mean, it's you. I mean, when you're on a football team or when you're you're in this camaraderie of guys, you learn that love is your boys. And so oh you just, God. dude, you just like have good relationship with dudes is really what it comes down to. And like, of course there are plenty of opportunities to have girlfriends. We have girlfriends, just not like girl, girlfriends, but like girls that are friends. Yeah. I get you either way. Yeah. Do you need a new battery from your camera? I feel like at this point it's just like for the, for the YouTube watchers. Sorry. You're, ba- you're abandoning your side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So everybody. Tyler's camera ran out of battery, so now his his content grabs are now gone. Ty, what's your average quality? Dude, why, do you, <laughs> why do you shit on my? I said content grab once, and now you guys. Have I been say using, con. I say now you've been using content grab a little bit satirically, but you've been using it a little seriously too. Seriously, for Yo, sure. We yeah. love. No, we are not using it in a dickheaded way. Okay, we, we did for like the first time I saw you after. Bro, like the I, first two times you said content. Oh, your content grab. I, I <laughs> use content <laughs> grab in my. Shove it, Andrew. <laughs> No, it wasn't. Yeah, well, one of you said it. That was that. me. I think I did say that. Okay, but you said it kind of like an asshole, if yeah. I'm remembering correctly. Because you listened to the back end show where we were talking with Jack. And be like, yeah, it ties off on his content grab. <laughs> Even when I saw <laughs> oh, you with, with like Steve Shussler, it was like, oh, it was your content grab. Like, it wasn't on, it wasn't recorded, but it was like, you asked me how it was, and I'm like, I didn't like how you said that. Damn it. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Say, I actually fucking love the word content grab. Yeah, I, know. I used it in a, uh, in a post today, actually. Uh, for um, but I used it in a dickhead of the way. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, number one influencer photo spot, uh, Banff National Park, and then like my caption below was just like, "We all want to get that content grab <laughs> at Banff National Park, but the Instagram influencers have saturated the market." <laughs> I mean, that's the only way I could describe what I was doing was it wasn't for any other purpose other than to get like literal social media content. That was what I was going to do. So I, it was on the spot. Yeah. yeah. I coined, I made up that phrase. You're right. I do use it very satirically now. I'm like, yeah. thinking about it. Don't let the LinkedIn influencers get a hold of that. Yeah. Don't. Then, <laughs> then I'm moving on to a new word. Yeah. That's fine. Or I'm, I'm okay with that then. Yeah. I just think it's funny because then we can make like, fun of it. We can make fun of it because we're actually providing good content from what we think, you know, like we're putting it out there. Stop. Like, Shots fired. Think, not stop. But this is again, <laughs> this is like the mentality of just like war. I I just think we have the the ability to make fun of it of the situation because there's a lot of people out there that just aren't doing much with content and it's hilarious. Sure. So yeah. Like, I think if anybody's in a point to like make fun of content, it's people that are making content. Yeah. And probably making it objectively better than yeah. other people. Yeah. <sighs> My average quality is biting off more than I can chew. So nice. looking into the uh, the school year, this summer has been great because I get to go to work and then once I leave work, like I don't have any obligations outside of work. Which mm-hmm. is great. It's not like school, right? Where you go to school and you have homework and there's just always stuff you can be doing. Like, you can always be getting ahead in school. And yeah, we've graduated. Right. But, so you know that side of it. And then you also know the work side, which is once you leave, you can kind of check out mentally. And you guys come here. I come here sometimes. So I'm, you know, looking forward to school coming up again because it's fun and it's great. But I often forget, like, I'm going to have homework and I'm going to have stuff to do 24-7. So it's going to be, like, back pocket stuff. I mean, it's just going to be, like... I'm not saying I'm... Where like, we fall on the totem pole? Man, yeah. I mean, we're going to have to have the conversation eventually, like, how often I can come in. 
because it's going to be like, it's not like I can come right from work to here and be like, I don't have to worry about anything until eight o'clock tomorrow. Like in this time during the school year, I'd, well, I should probably be doing some homework or be writing a paper or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that part of it and like starting my podcast again is another part of it where I just like forget like that stuff takes time. And then my boss asked me the other day if I want to continue working part time and I'm like, oh, that would be nice to make money. So like that kind of stuff. So like just partitioning it all where it works and like agreeing to stuff and then like having oh, like too much stuff going on, letting off more than I can chew got to work on that i gotta i gotta figure out how it all just kind of shakes out in the end of the day but once i get i'm really good at once i get a routine like being consistent and stuff like with the podcast once i nailed down like what the routine was i could crank through stuff and and get good stuff out same thing with school like when i know when i'm going to do homework same thing with work it's just going to be a matter of like figuring out that regiment and i know that first three weeks is just going to be like stress overwhelming stress hell and just like what the fuck am i doing like i gotta cut out i gotta stop doing the podcast i gotta stop doing back pocket, like all this, like I'm going to, I'm going to have those conversations with myself. I'm just going to have to find like a, a routine. Mm. It's the routine. It's the schedule for sure. Yeah. Marty trying to envision how you're going to do. How many classes do you have? I don't know. I have like 16, 17, like it's a full credit. Okay. Though. So you got four classes. Yeah. It'll be all right. Did you, the you, works, work you works differently with credits though. It's not every class is for oh, okay. like St. Thomas. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's probably around most classes are around four credits. So it's probably like, four to five classes there's one that's only half semester but like that's nice yeah so like the back half and it's nice because that class when i have it is a three-hour block on thursday yeah so, so just in and out yeah so then like it'll be in and out it's also only half semester so the second half semester that whole three-hour block will open up yeah on thursday so that would be nice but well if you have one night that's always open yeah i'll always try and book that and mm-hmm. if you can't make it just let us know ahead of time yeah yeah, yeah. We'll we're going to continue to send you those calendar invites and just yeah, I mean, right because right now you're like your schedule's in such trance so i'm having yeah. to ask like when and when you can't come on yeah. which is fine um but the second you get like a good like opening in your schedule like tuesdays mm-hmm. at night you know like then i just just try and load as many podcasts yeah. on those days all the time yeah. which is one thing like we got because we i mean sometimes we do bite off more than we can chew as a podcast, but we used to really, really take these hearty bites of, uh, things like we would, or, and this is a lot on me was, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was, I, I would just like book a ton of guests and Andrew and I would have, there'd be like one week where we'd have like four or five podcasts and we'd just be like doing it all night. It's just like, what are we doing? Like, yeah, we, we were slaves to the guest in terms of like, Hey, we're, are you available? Like, what nights are you available? Right. And they'll throw out a Wednesday. And then I go to the next guy. Hey, what night are you available? We're not available Wednesday. Okay. Thursday. So like we would just be booking our schedule like crazy. You never know what would, what was right from wrong. But this season, especially we've tried to stay on the routine of like picking nights that work best for us and then filling the spots for those nights. Yeah. And those Saturdays are good. Saturdays have been the those best are ones. And Saturdays are our favorite. Yeah. Now we're starting to love them. And then when you have a whole front load of, like you guys were talking before the show, like you have a ton of guests already recorded and stuff. So yeah. that helps. We so got a big trip coming up, too. You got smart with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be smart. We got to get finishing up. We got. Oh, yeah. We got our roommates going to bed. It's 930. Yeah. Okay. Quick. What did you learn? Who wants to start? Uh, I can go really quick. Really quick. Uh, it's not going to be that quick. Yeah. But, um. Do you know Brad Parcel? No. This is, I sent you the documentary. He's the guy that ran uh, Trump's Facebook campaigns. 
um, in 2016. Like paid? Yeah. Okay. And there's a um, PBS interview with him. And the dude, like, you could easily look at it like he did a lot of bad things. <laughs> but I think it was all just brilliant. Sure. And uh, really, it's not, he didn't do anything, like, out, outrageously different than what they typically do with sending out mass mail and mass TV spots and radio spots. He just did it more efficiently with Facebook ads. And they spent, I think it was, I told you, like, I'm, I'm blanking on the numbers, but I want to say it was... So 1.5 million ads, right? No. Creatives or something like that, right? Yeah, they had, nine, they spent 90 million, or was it more than that? It was 80 million on 1.5 million ads. Oh yeah. my goodness. They had eight, they spent $80 million, but they had 1.5, I believe this was a number, but I could be wrong, 1.5 million ad variations, where Joe Biden, you, like, Facebook Now Transparency, you can look up how much money companies are spending on political and social uh, and social yeah. issues like that is a full transparency now on facebook so you can look at it now so in 2020 or 2019 trump is still the leading ad spend but joe biden and the bernie sanders and um who's the woman running here and klobuchar and klobuchar like they're all in the same like you can see how much they're spending and whatever they're spending is still a ridiculous amount but it's a it's a tenth of ad variations as Trump because he has so much content and the other ones have just the, your, your typical billboard type spots of like vote for Joe Biden type mentality where it's the other videos are just endless stuff of president Trump saying everything and anything. And because of that, like ad variation and stuff, it was so easy for this guy, Brad parcel to create all this, this, uh, uh, awareness. Tra- awareness and marketing strategy. It was it was actually freaking sweet to listen to from like a marketer's perspective, back end standpoint. Yeah, that's so cool. It was very very cool. I I'll haven't watched you. the full thing yet. You'll, but get, you'll get jazzed. Yeah, do that. It's on YouTube. I'm definitely gonna tune in very soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I love how you attacked it positively because that like PBS. <laughs> I think I was the watching was a part of it, crying almost. Yeah, it was like <laughs> insane. The interviewer E. The interview E was going yeah. in, but yeah, go watch it or tune into it. It's very very cool. Uh, Ty, uh, what did you learn? I learned about this thing. Well, I knew about it. I just didn't know what it was called. It's called the Irish Goodbye. You know what that is? I do not. It's basically, I don't pull it a lot, but I'd like to be able to pull it more. It's basically when you just, like, excuse yourself to go to the bath. Say you're at a bar and you're like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom, and you just leave. <laughs> 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 That's called the Irish Goodbye, apparently. And uh, I, I've, I haven't done it. Like I said, I haven't done it a whole lot, but now knowing what it's called and, like, knowing the... Like I heard people talk about like different ways. It was on a podcast, and they talked about different ways they've done it before. I'm definitely gonna start implementing it because I'm I'm definitely a guy where like if you know if I, if I'm feeling it one night, like oh I'll, I'll be out pretty late, but more more often than not, I'll be like man, I'm kind of tired, and it'll be like 11:30, and I'm like I, I just kind of want to leave or not be here anymore. I'm a, I'm definitely an introverted person in the sense that like I need to recharge my batteries like alone, especially when it's late at night, and I'm like I just want to go to bed. Mm. So I'm just I'm gonna start implementing some of the things that these people did like. Oh, I have to go to the bathroom and just leave or be like, oh, I'm going to go get another drink and just leave or all these sorts of things and just leave unannounced. Yeah, not bad. I love saying goodbye to people, actually. But my I do it so my, my way is it's similar to all of our friends, but it's just like you get up, I'm leaving and it's just you just fist bump every single person in the room and you walk out no matter who it is. That's and, good. Yeah. And you just walk out and make it so quick and nonchalant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost the opposite. I'm like, I'm a, my outros are probably my biggest asset. You know, I'm, I'm giving <laughs> them like the, the freaking rock on just like, yeah, right on brothers or, you know, whoever it is. And 
Again, you try and keep it to a minimum. Yeah, because it's a very Minnesotan thing to keep to when you feel like you stay forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and there, and you get roped in pretty, and that's the problem too. Because I also like saying goodbye to people, and I feel like there's like a point in just certain situations where like, oh, it's appropriate to have a long drawn out goodbye, or it's appropriate to just be like deuces, like deuces, knocks yeah. and you're out. But that is a problem where I'll get drawn into these long goodbyes, and it happens. We talked about I have a huge family. Like, all these things happen where you start talking to one person, and then it's like, Brutal. it just turns into this, like, you can never leave. Yeah. And oh, yeah. so I just am going to start implementing that a little bit more. Just start and like, sprinting out of places. And just ducking out. I love that. <laughs> Literally. Okay, time to go. And you just drop bolt. a cup, <laughs> throw, like, your hors d'oeuvres over your shoulder. Yeah. And just get your knees going, man. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think you leave. We still give you advice, way. dude. No matter if you like it or not, you're yeah. going to get it. Whether you want it or not, we're here for you. I have a, a bit. That's my video for uh, so the week. My video on Thursday is us. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. The one where we just say, all right, we're just going to let you drown. Yeah. Dude, it's that is like, good. it is there's so a, funny. There's a, there's a I'll funny, show you it. Okay, there's a funny one that you guys posted about, like, my, you said, like, I had 750 relatives or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, thought that I thought that was killer. I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Yep, 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 yep dude. All right, what'd you learn, Decky? Um, I learned that I rarely think about how I'm perceived. Wow, you got a lot of self-awareness in your reflection period today. Talking over people, um, yeah, and not I, perceived. I rarely realize... Or recognize how I'm perceived. Is this the content grab? Yeah. So speaking of content This is why grab. I love it, because Decky content grab's in full effect right now. Decky content grab, Decky BTS, Decky B-roll is in full effect. Like, I was... Once I figured out... I mean, what I really learned is that you can turn your iPhone, if it's like a 7 or 8 or higher, it can film in 4K, uh, 60 frames per second. So you can record these insanely, insanely nice videos. And so I've just turned into like a, a content... A walking content grab guy. So Decky Conte Grab will just turn his phone sideways at, at night. If there's anything cool going on, I will film it in 4K and think I'm the <laughs> coolest person in the world. And I don't, at the time when I'm doing it, again, I do not even, it doesn't even enter my brain how other people are looking at me. I'm just doing it, smiling my ass off. And I have some pretty cool videos, but then I look back on them. I'm like, what was I doing, dude? And from my perspective, it's gold because I can see him get like all excited and, uh, he, he walks around with literally the biggest smile on his face, and he's got this, like, hunch to him. He's Oh, that's so funny. And I'm doing, like, I'm He doing looks like, like your, old, your old grandfather. So you just at, like, bars and stuff? Like, just out? Yes. Yeah, we were out, like, at a rooftop bar, and it was, like, sun setting, and we're just out there, like, tons of people. Yeah. Uh, we were with Corsal, actually. It was Alex Corsal send-off. And I'm just freaking filming every every angle of the, the cities with... Uh, Every angle of the city's with a sunset. That's really funny. I feel like when you're out like that, like my motto is like I'm I'm never gonna try to get like it seems like you're really trying hard to get good footage. Like No, he's not trying throw, at throw all. A, throw a snap in like the snap memories and yeah. you know, you're good. No, go. that's the thing, is like I've I've now I've now eliminated the potential of like putting it anywhere. I'm just literally grabbing <laughs> that physical footage and it's just on my phone now. That's so funny. But it's, it's, it's I'm great. now using it because some of it's actually pretty sick in aesthetic second yeah. quote, you know yeah. facebook ads put on linkedin no facebook ads oh that'd be cool yeah because we have a, there's actually I'll, I'll show you a couple after but there's some 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 good content yeah. there i thought it'd be cool for a while to like obviously we're kind of like a generation that's obsessed with like getting those like videos and stuff like i thought it'd be really cool to just get a bunch of disposable cameras and just like bring those out 
and not even worry about like, oh, taking that's pictures a really on good your idea. phone. Because when you, I did it for my friend, so my friend at a birthday party earlier this summer. I'm like, it would be super cool if like I just brought a disposable camera and like I didn't worry about taking like Snapchats or anything, and I just brought a disposable camera and was taking pictures. Like, I, I, like let other people take pictures with it, all this sorts of stuff. Only problem is I can't find a place to get it developed. Like the Walgreens and like CVS by me do not develop like uh, film. They sell it, but they don't develop it. They still have to get it developed. So there's a barrier to entry to the production. Barrier to entry, and they're also kind of expensive. Like I thought a disposable camera would be like four bucks. It's like twelve dollars. Yeah, which is kind of there's a, a lot of that's two Chipotle runs. Yeah, but the, yeah. the the thought was there of like not worrying about what a picture looks like and just taking it and having it serve the purpose of like oh that was a memory of a moment of a moment right and great, not worrying about what great, it looks like great 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 point yeah thank you what are those uh cameras i mean the way to fix this is the ones where you take it polaroids polaroids i think those are cool but then i shake keep, it shake I kept, it yeah. shake it like a polaroid shake polarized it. picture i shake it <laughs> but then i catch shake myself like taking like a polaroid picture and then like looking at it like i don't even want to yeah i don't even want to like look at it Right, you want to be reminded of it later. Right, mm. sure. I'll give you that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, feel good story, anybody? Oh my gosh. What's making you feel good, Deck? I know you did it last week, but what was I gonna say last week? Because I had one. You'd had Josiah, which was awesome. Yeah. Um. How about Greg performing after four years of work? That is really cool. Four years of work playing the guitar. He finally he not finally uh, he performed live. He performed live, oh. which was really cool. Open with a guitar solo. First time ever playing acoustic guitar in front of people. He's playing in a crowd of like forty at at a bar at ten o'clock at night, and they start with the song Amy, Amy. What you so that song, but the very beginning of that song starts with a guitar solo, and he freaking lead guitarist in front of everybody. Plays the whole E scale flawlessly. Good for him. It was kind of the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And then uh, Maria Vitale singing the national anthem at the Twins game. That was sick. That that kind of blew me out of the water. Yeah. That was nuts. So our friends doing some cool things. Yeah. So we got our friends uh, going outside their comfort zone and, to be quite honest, grabbing content. (laughs) I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Good podcast, fellas. Hour and three beautiful time wouldn't want to trade it for anything next week we have ooh man josh scheffner he's a guy we got in touch with who's doing a lot of cool stuff and with farming in africa and then we have cavi brennan Cavie we, we brennan. messed, we up, messed last, up last time clara it's clara face of bocella now we have cavi so we already gave you the preemptive go yeah. back and listen to the end of episode 22 yeah and then you'll understand who cavi is yeah either way and regardless that, that'll lead you perfectly in because you had the 23 into the 23 at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. So Here there's a lot of good exactly. connections yeah. there. And then next week we'll have the Ike Taylor of podcast, podcast back, and, back show. and show. Oh man. I mean, that is just all time. And Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. No, was he 27? Champ Bailey. No, he's 24. I think yeah. I was going to say Marshawn Lynch. So yeah. Yeah. either way, there's a lot of people named 24 and we're going to be talking about next week. But until then, love you guys. Take care. Take care. Take too long Amy, what you want to do? I think I could stay with you for a while, maybe longer if I do.
what you want, you've had your way. And all the things you thought before just faded in the grave. Can you see that I don't know if it's you or if it's me? If it's one of us, I'm sure we both will see. Won't you look at me and tell me, Amy, what you want to do? What you 